Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Touch by a Podcast. We are moving right along through season one. We are now on episode six, The Heart of the Matter. I'm Jess, your host, and let's dive in. This week's episode is about a lawyer named Charles Hubert, and he deals with things like wills and estates. And very quickly upon meeting him, we have this nice little picture of him. He's very stressed out. He's like an anxious mess. He's very by the book. And to be quite honest, he is a stick in the mud. And I say that lovingly as someone who is also a bit of a stick in the mud. Um, No fun at all with this guy. And Monica is helping him as his assistant. And he has this job that he's doing to deliver some money to um, someone who inherited this money as part of a will. And so it is a large sum of money. It's $200,000. And he's supposed to give it to a woman named Robin. And so he supposedly finds this woman. And he goes to give it to her. And he uses her tattoo as a valid form of identification. So mistake number one. And I think we, we see where this is going, right? Yes, turns out this is not the right Robin that he should have given the money to. Upon which hearing this news, he promptly faints and passes out. Um, And so in order to not lose his job, he has to retrieve the money. And so him and Monica go back to visit Robin and learn that she has already spent a substantial amount of the funds. She has already spent $70,000 on things like shoes, a hang glider, even a sarcophagus, as well as paying off her ex's debt. And so Robin clearly is quite spontaneous and impulsive. She is everything that Charles is not. And I think he makes a lot of assumptions about her, especially based on the things that she has bought with the money. Um, I think that he sees her as a bit shallow and just, you know, not a serious person. So they go on this journey together, him, Robin, and Monica, to return all of the things that she bought and to continue getting all the money back. And so as they go on this journey together, Charles gets to know Robin a bit more. They end up at some point at this club and are dancing and they have this nice little dinner together. And he he learns a lot more about Robin here. He learns that she was an orphan and also that she went to college and majored in political science. And so right then he learns that they have a lot more in common than he thought because he also um, really enjoys history and um, his actually his little special interest or hobby is like collecting famous signatures. And so he really begins to see that some of his assumptions were incorrect, that just because she was a bit more free spirited, impulsive than him didn't mean that she wasn't smart or wasn't educated or anything like that. So they continue to get most of the money back and then they get down to the last $20,000. And then Robin says to him, I can't get it back. And she doesn't really say why. She just continues to reiterate that she cannot get this last $20,000 back. And Charles gets really upset. He insults her and yells at her. It's very unpleasant to watch. Um, And obviously she leaves. And another important thing to note is that throughout this whole episode, Charles has talked about a heart problem that he's had. He's mentioned it's an irregular heartbeat that he has. Um, and it seems like he's always just, you know, thinking about his un- untimely end. Um, and again, as we've seen, not, not really living life to the fullest. And Tess tells Monica that, no, there's, 
nothing wrong with his heart. It's just panic attacks that he's having. And so in 2024, we're obviously a bit more aware of mental health and we know that panic attacks can feel really scary and they can feel like a heart attack. And as Tess tells Monica, he just uses that old heart skipping a beat business to take himself out of life. And so after this, Monica reveals herself as an angel to him and convinces him to consider the idea of a relationship with Robin. And Robin, she scares Charles, right? Because she's not a safe choice in his eyes. She's unpredictable. And like we've mentioned before, she's the exact opposite of him. She's everything that he's not. She's like a wild card. And But he does go to the orphanage. Um, he believes that that's where she went after their argument. And he learns from talking to the people at the orphanage that she gave the $20,000 to them to help remodel their kitchen. So obviously he feels pretty bad at that point. Um, but he finds Robin. She's up on this sort of like balcony thing with these angel statues around her. And he apologizes. He tells her that he's quitting his job. And then this sort of nice, um, this grand gesture, he tells her that he's going to basically cover the $20,000 that she gave to the orphanage by selling his Alexander Hamilton expense book. And so then they say they love each other. And that basically ends the episode. And so this episode, when I first watched it, it was, it was just such a different tone from the previous episodes. It was a lot more quirky and plucky and kind of off the cuff. And it really took me by surprise. And so I think the first time I watched it, um, it was just a little unsettled. I didn't really like it that much. But the second time, I enjoyed it a lot more when I watched it a second time. I think especially when we look at the heart of the matter, as this episode is called, and and think about the idea of risk. Because we know that boundaries are good, and it's healthy to to have them. And it's healthy to think before you act and not always be impulsive and to make well-informed decisions. However, we can't live life without some sort of risk, right? Taking on a new job involves risk. Buying a home involves risk. Love is a risk. And so we have to have this balance of not being so closed off like Charles was that we're not really living at all. Um, I don't think anyone would want to, to, you know, be at the end of their life and look back and realize that they let fear keep them from having a full life. And and I think we can apply this to faith as well, because faith and believing in God is also a risk. And I don't say risk in the sense that God is untrustworthy or anything like that, but just that we know that if we follow God, that we will probably face a lot of challenges. We live in a world full of sin that is desperate to turn us away from him. And so um, opening up our hearts to, to faith and to God is also a form of risk. However, if we close ourselves off, then we impede God's ability to work through us. And so one thing I want us to think about for this week is, you know, in what ways are we playing it too safe? Or how can we open our hearts up more to God or to our family members or to our friends? Really let people in. Because in order to love others, and not just in a romantic sense, but just love in general, we have to be willing to open our hearts. We have to be okay with the possibility that we might get hurt. But I think we also know that 
opening our hearts up is also such a good thing and can lead to so many blessings and can lead to really wonderful things. So it's obviously a bit of a shorter episode this week, but I hope that we all continue to reflect on the heart of the matter. And I thank you all for listening. And my Instagram, if you would like to follow me, is at touchbyapod. I would love to connect with you there. And I will see you all next week.